State. Possibly. I mean, it's in Kansas. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, I, can you, you, can like, you guess the Pittsburgh State mascot? Uh, they're in Kansas? Yeah. Gold You're never going to get The Miners. No. The Farmers. They are the Pittsburgh State Gorillas. Oh! Whoa. <laughs> what we do here is go back, 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 back. Okay, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers. We talk about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com. We're at the Wheel Route on Twitter, wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com is the email address. You can get us on the internet, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, all those. My name's Logan Whitehouse on Twitter at LogwalonTheDawn, coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida, where it continues to rain. And rain and rain, uh, so that's been uh, it's been it's been all right though. Temperatures are looking nice. I know everybody that listens to this podcast lives for the weather update, so um, there you go. Enjoy it. Yeah, you uh, don't have you don't have a backup weather update, so yours is there's no credibility there. I don't know. Coach E is here, so you never know. Things could get things could get weird. So uh, who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I'm in Harrisonburg, Virginia. I'm also on Twitter.com at Shank Jordan. The weather in Harrisonburg's bumped up a little bit. Uh, we've we've reached back into the 70s range during the day, which has been been a fun little foray back into warmer weather. Turned the AC on in the car a couple times this week. Um, so you just never know what you're going to get up here. But I'm thankful it's not, uh, it's not frost weather yet. It's not Scott Frost weather either. It's gonna be it's gonna be on Saturday, brother. <laughs> I heard there's a frost warning in effect. There's a frost warning. Ah, <laughs> uh, my name is Jason Kreck. Uh, I tweet things at Jason Kreck. I'm also coming from the friendly city of Harrisonburg, as always. Um, yeah, weather's been it, it's not October weather in in Harrisonburg right now. I think it's I wouldn't quite put it at August. I think it's like mid September weather in, yeah. in Harrisonburg. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I mean, I in my constant state of of not checking the weather till I walk outside. I, I wore the quarter zip today, and I felt like, I felt like a fool. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. The QZ. I love that you give an update, but you don't actually check the weather yourself. This is, no. this is delightful. I don't. I what, like. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna trust the scientists, Logan. I know what I feel. Okay. <laughs> he, he reports. He doesn't project. Yeah. Right. Or predict. Absolutely. I'm here to lead, not to read, Logan. Uh, it is I, Coach E, joining up with the bros to discuss, uh, you know, life stuff, reality TV stuff. Just, you know, pop in and add a little bit of zest and happiness to the pod, liven, <laughs> liven things up. I won't give a weather report. I'll give a report of um, sanity in Florida. Things are, you know, as, as <laughs> the election is approaching, tense, as one would expect. And yet... And yet, because of the weather, you know what? Actually, I'm not going to go there. Never mind. <laughs> Won't say it. It's but a great yeah. train of thought. It's good stuff. Thank yes. you. Thanks Th- for Things are going well. Things are going well. We had a beach day on Saturday with some friends. We did. That was nice. It was very nice. <clears throat> um, the water quality, not so nice. Mm. 
and uh, a, a wave potentially tore our friend's meniscus. So we are remaining yeah. hopeful. Friend of the podcast, but friend of the podcast, yeah. F. She yeah. uh, she she had a, a a weird and odd fall when a wave hit her and uh, couldn't walk tough, the next day. Tough times, tough Thoughts times. And prayers. Yeah, yeah, T's and P's going out. Um, what are you guys drinking tonight? Uh, I'm back on my pick juice. It's a whiskey ginger ale. I don't have my lime wedge tonight, which is a little concerning. So the picks may be all across the map tonight. I do not know what to expect. I'm getting out of front in front if I end up going one and four. This it's week. the lime wedge. Yeah, you're right. It's not the pick juice. It's not the blind luck. It's the lime wedge. 100. percent Like citrus. You got to narrow these things down. It's, like the, little it's, little. it's citrus. Yeah. Right. I'm honing in on on the perfect concoction. You remove a variable, you keep some others. It's the scientific process, guys. That's all it is. That's all it is. Let's get to Jason Crick. Uh, how recently he went to the grocery store? Sad beer update. How recently I went to the grocery store is none of your damn business, Logan. Right? <laughs> Good point. Uh, I the surveillance have a, state, Jason. I have a Devil's Backbone Juicy Magic IPA. Whoa. Wow, branching out. Yeah. Finally off the gold leaf loggers in the uh, whatever the other one was that you've been pounding, the other Devil's Backbone. Uh, uh, Vienna lager. Vienna loggers. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty in the fridge that I'll be turning to here in coming weeks. Don't you worry. On, right. Jason, on a scale of one to juicy and one to magical, how, how are we talking? Uh, it's not. I'll put it like a like a four on juicy, which I like because I'm not a big fan of fruity beers. Uh, okay. But I'll put it on a. It's a solid eight on magical. It's oh, a real good. Uh, interesting. It's a real good casual IPA. It doesn't hit super hard, but it's got a little bit of the hoppiness. Good stuff. Top mm. notch. Lovely right to the list. Yeah. For show. All right. Um, Kochi. I'm drinking Isla Mirada Sandbar Sunday. Yes. So am I, but I also have bad cleanup here. I got a little ranch water action going. Mm. Um, had a bit of a spill situation while making this. Don't pour the tequila in too fast. Uh, that's something I learned recently. That's, that's wisdom for life, Logan. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's Print the t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, right. do, do you have like a little funnel or were you just going bottle to bottle? I was going bottle to bottle. Actually, the tequila pouring the tequila wasn't the problem. It was the... It was it was the the bubbly the bubbliness that just kind of it just like it shot out. It wasn't the now the lime juice was a different story. I poured that everywhere, but that that's because it has one of those little like hot sauce lid stopper deals that just kind of like you shake it and just like blasts out randomly. Like and there's no air vent like a gas yeah. can. I believe yeah. the word is spurts. Which yeah, is hard good. hard hard to believe that that is necessary for lime juice. Like I could understand for hot sauce where you're just trying to give dashes, but like. Yeah, and, and, and lime juice. I mean, you're buying a seven to nine ounce bottle of lime juice. Some might call it an eight ounce bottle of lime juice. And uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't. I'm not scared of of you know, say a half ounce of lime juice getting all up in my, my drink. They don't. Uh, they don't sell them in the the lime shaped bottle anymore. Oh, they. I'm, I'm sure they do, but I'm. Well, I'm, see, yeah, I, and I, that, real that cap <laughs> makes sense on the plastic lime because you can yeah. squeeze that and it. It constant streams it out, but with like an actual bottle, it's anybody's guess what happens next. You're telling me. So I had to, I soaked one koozie in lime juice and had to move on to a new koozie. Um, <laughs> so anyhow, it's okay. Uh, we're, we're Just give it, to, give it to somebody with a hangnail. It'll be the perfect anyhow, I believe I sent this to Jordan before I saw on Instagram, but I believe there were some questions before. I've had the Topo Chico and lime and 
uh, tequila before on the podcast, and there was questions about what the drink is called. I believe the drink is called Ranch Water. That's what it's called. Okay. Uh, so Emily says that I've told her that before. I definitely brain farted on the podcast when we talked about it. It was like a month or so ago. Yeah. So for clarification, tonight is base Topo Chico, lime juice, and tequila. Yes. Three ingredients. But you've also had the Topo Chico lime flavor mm-hmm. with tequila. Yes. Do you have a preference? Um, I just, I, I like this one because I like the lime. The lime juice actually gives it like lime juice flavor, not just like lime essence. It's not okay. like having a lime bubbly. It's like having something with lime juice in it. Makes sense. A little tag. You feel me? Yeah, the lime's not standing in another room, just, you know. Screaming. Essence of lime. <laughs> yeah, whispering lime. <laughs> uh into into the bubbly water realm but yeah no this is good uh i have the espalone reposado tequila too i've seen it made with uh, silver tequila we'll see how that goes i kind of like the reposado it's a little more a little more body to it Hmm? feel a little more cultured while you drink it. not a silver tequila a brown tequila very well all right good 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 um any lifestyle updates coach it's been a week how are you doing doing well yeah yeah Crushing it? Always. Just out here helping folk. You've, you've been pretty busy. Yeah, yeah. I got home at what, like 9 o'clock last night? Yeah, sessions ran over. Helping. <laughs> I had those meatball, that, that meatball and uh, green bean meal oh, ready yeah. to go, though. He's, he's going to be upset that I'm saying this no, for the third time. Right. So, like, I always kind of check in, like, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, I tend to work late. So, usually, like, Logan will cook <laughs> on one or both of those nights. So I was like giving him an option. I was like, hey, between these choices, what do you prefer? And he's like, Emily, I know how to cook, okay? Like, you don't have to worry about oh, it being okay, too okay, easy. Okay. Well, because I was like, I, you know, the meatballs are pretty easy. So this doesn't sound like Logan at all. No. <laughs> well, no, no, no. You can defend yourself after. Okay. Let me tell the story. And so, so I was like, I know you can cook. I was just giving you, you know, an option. I come home last night and... <laughs> You guys can imagine it, like, Logan's kind of standing in the kitchen with his hands behind his back, and he's like, so, I forgot to include, like, the tomato paste in the sauce, which is kind of, again, the essential ingredient. The whole base of the sauce, for sure. And then he's like, and the green beans kind of turned out the wrong color, but I think we're good. And I'm like, oh, I'm really glad you gave me this speech about knowing how to cook. And then immediately tell me all the things you did wrong. Mm. When I first yep, yep, up on that high horse there, Logan. I, like, I would like to point out that she is framing this like she was just just giving me options. No big deal. No, no, no. The speech she gave me was was more along the lines of like, I, like I'm simple Jack over here. And like, I just like... I, I can't, I, I like just don't understand. Like, oh, you know, idiot Logan, which one would you, which one would you like to cook, babe? Would you like to cook the easy one or the really hard soup? <laughs> oh, oh, hard wow. So, well, no. that's your own stuff getting in the way of how you're perceiving the messages. And I'm for the record, <laughs> the tomato sauce was not the key ingredient in the sauce. There are two tablespoons of coconut aminos, one tablespoon of tomato sauce. A few dashes of hot sauce, tomato paste, sorry, tomato paste, a few dashes of hot sauce, and some mustard. I got everything but the tomato paste. It slipped my mind. It sounds like it it was a tomato-based sauce. Yes, because it's meant to be. It's a coconut amino-based sauce. No, no, no. The amount of the ingredient, the paste, it's more of a concentrated flavor. And it's supposed to be a meatloaf meatball. And you know how sometimes, like, the classic, hold on, the classic meatloaf, it has, like, the the tomato-based sauce on it? Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's supposed to mimic that. So that's why when without the tomato paste, yeah. it's still a good meatball, a little on the dry side, and you're you know lacking the glaze. So I don't think it was on. I don't think it was any drier than the other ones. It just didn't have the same sauce. I put all of the ingredients from the sauce into the meatball to begin with because I read the directions wrong. <laughs> like, listen, uh, this is a very this is a great it's a great dish, defined dish, right? Defined dish. Yes. Cookbook, um, shout cookbook. out, Dan and Dave. Yeah. Thank you. A, a and D W. Shout out to the parents for for that. The meatballs, yes. very easy. I will, you know, readily admit, I left the tomato paste out of the sauce. Awesome. I'm dishing the sauce out, and I'm like, there's eh, something not very, there's something not right about the sauce. To defend myself and giving Logan options, it's because I I know Logan. Like he is someone who's more uh, motivated by passion projects, right? So if there's a recipe he's really like driven to make, like he will invest like an entire day in making like it. The like the chili verde. Yeah, like you are devoted and focused. But if it's just kind of like a Eh, like okay an ordinary weekday meal that maybe you're not as passionate about like i just try to respect like okay out of these options what would you rather make oh i understand that yeah. i'm just saying the way that just it came saying. across came a little was a little condescending it's all, it's all i'll it's work fun. on my tone yeah that'd be great i'd love that <laughs> uh, all right good luck so, arguing with the doctor guys thank you so much the for doctor. this uh, couple's counseling site you're very welcome yeah, yeah we'll, 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 we'll invoice you it's all good. I'll send you guys. Uh, I'll send you guys the recipe. You can just see how easy it is to just breeze right past the tomato paste. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm to see how that goes. I will say that I actually. You know what? I had you know a... what? I'll make you guys the meatballs when you come to visit. I'm there. sure if I tried to make it, it, I would only have the tomato paste in, and I'd probably forget three other things <laughs> just to like Warm prove to Logan like it's so easy to include the tomato paste, but sail right past. This is like Alfredo sauce, right? I just need to heat it up in a coconut pot. Coconut whatevers, yeah. <laughs> Um, how uh, have I have struggled recently cooking whenever a recipe says uh, simmer to reduce to a paste or something, whatever it's called? Yeah, I really I I cannot get that right. Is it because you're not patient enough? I there exists a very decent chance of it, but I feel like I'm I feel like I'm like overly aggressively patient because I know that's one of my weaknesses. So it's like no. I gotta give it time to thicken up. I gotta let it thicken. Okay, so there's two flaws I notice most often when I'm observing men cook. It's that one, oh, whoa, we're playing with real broad strokes here. <laughs> I feel like yeah. it, there's it a and, 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 to and, and it's the, not condescending at all. Believe me, the tone totally, totally not. I'm just delivered not, with I'm, nothing but love. I'm letting you know what I observe. I know, you're fine. <laughs> I observe that you turn the heat on too hot. I do this for sure. So it's like, like oh, to go I'm fast. Gonna get yes, but then you end up like scorching things and not actually like cooking. Them. I like to blister my food. Do you know what the my best uh, way that I've stopped doing that now is? I have uh, stainless steel pots and pans now, yeah. and if you do that with stainless steel, it's a to clean because it right. just scalds yeah. it to the pan. Exactly. And you exactly. will wreck it way faster. The yeah. food. Exactly. Like, like medium medium heat on a stainless steel pan is like high heat on everything yeah. else. Mm. And so that's really like made like forced me to pull it back so I don't spend an hour with like a freaking grout brush to try to get my pans clean. Barkeeper's cleaner. I got some pan I got some pan recommendations for you, Jason. I'll get that right get that right cleaned up. It's been a while. I don't think you do. I don't, and I think I'm good. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So hey, you had another one. Go ahead anyway. I apologize. I interrupted that one. Oh well, I think it's the like the the patience thing. But I think that's not just a man thing. I think that's just like a flaw for a lot of us. Is cooking is we're like, oh, that looks good enough. 
Or if you wait just like a little bit longer, for example, with caramelized onions, everybody mm. stops cooking the caramelized onions way too soon. Right. And then they're just, they're like golden, but they're not caramelized in the sweetness. Yeah. Hasn't You're right. So the paste, you just, you gotta just. I think my, I think my summer of smoked meat has helped a lot with it. That's good. Uh, but no, I like. I, don't, I think it's. I think my route is the other way. Like I don't. I think I like. I don't know it's not really the other way. For for whatever reason, I can't get it to like start cooking down. Like I can't. It's always it's like the same texture for like fifteen minutes. Mm. So it's possible I'm not going with enough heat. I don't know. Interesting. Hmm. You might need to FaceTime us the next time. The you're... world will never know. I don't know. That seems that seems like a really good chance for me to get roasted, and just I'm not about a, it. Just put a quarter cup of uh, cornstarch corn in, and it'll pick it right up. I, I've had my share of, of terrifying cooking experiences under pressure, and I'm not a, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> well, you'll FaceTime me, not Logan. No, fair enough. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Logan's really condescending when he talks about cooking, so I don't want to. <laughs> That's funny. All right. <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, let's, let's, let's move right into our other, the other thing we love to talk about. That's The Bachelorette, Okay. Bachelorette episode, what, two, two. Uh, this week? No, they're hard to keep track of. The classic episode. Well, I just I, I just discovered tonight, these episodes are two hours a pop. It's oh, awful. Yeah, buddy. Some weeks they, they, do a, they do a movie every week. And uh -huh. some weeks they hit you with double episodes. So you have yeah, like that, four, That's ridiculous. It's awful. It's oh. terrible, Jason, I'm telling you. But you can't stop. Once you pop, right. you can't stop. So I have the points. I divorced that horror. You guys can move on. And we also sit through like eight hours of college football on a Saturday. So. That's don't 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 bring that into this. <laughs> don't bring facts into like, this. Or 14, I'm not about 14, it. But you know, it's cool. It's like a warm up for the weekend. That's true. Get that ending right going right. well. And then poor Jordan had a pretty tough viewing experience. Oh, uh, let me tell you. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell us. So. As as may or may not have been mentioned on this podcast before, I'm what I'm what the uh, the media calls a cable cutter. I I don't subscribe to a traditional cable TV package. You know. I get my my streaming through one of those streaming providers that doesn't sponsor this show, so they won't get mentioned. Um, what does it rhyme with? It rhymes with Zulu. <laughs> um, yeah so uh so i was watching and like towards the beginning of the episode in the, like within the first 10 minutes had to hit pause while it was going to attend to something don't remember what it was come back hit play keep watching through and like i get that the fast forward function will not work through commercials because they got to get that money business is business i get it but towards like in the middle of the episode i'm trying to catch up during some of the slower parts and it won't let me even like skip through scenes of the show and at a couple points it kicked me back like five or ten minutes in the programming so i had to watch like <laughs> The I had to watch the one-on-one -on -one date essentially two times fully over. Oh my god! I had to watch. I had to watch them burn the dress from Juan Pablo season three times, <laughs> and I think I finished watching at ten forty p.m. that night. Oh 
<laughs> 40 minutes after it is over yeah we, we caught on that something was happening because we were like on the scoring sheet and we could see like the blue i could see the stuff. cursor i know you're you're judging yeah, my mom was just scoring, stuck you were but, scoring like, my team and you didn't updated. move and i'm like like panicking like, oh. like look <laughs> Logan's like, is, is Jordan catching yeah. these points? Like, what's going on? Yeah. No, that that was an unintended, I guess, positive side effect is that I played some mental war games with Logan. <laughs> yeah, I played some defense. He's got you on tilt, man. He's got right. you on tilt. Anything yeah. to get under his skin. Yep. Got to. Um, I will say that uh, across all shows, the uh, the Zulu app. Uh, <laughs> so, more or less. Yeah. More now. Less. Uh, an update on that situation um being being the consumer advocate that i am i did contact hulu customer service through the chat feature got got a seven day statement credit so so i came out ahead i only had to wait in the queue for about 30 minutes but it was fine because i was doing other stuff you know 30 minutes was well worth your 11 dollars that you netted so shout out yeah more or less that's a good hourly wage well, for sure. <laughs> sadly, sadly, it's better than minimum in this country. Say, but... It's good for a lot of people. Love it. Yes. All right. So this week on The Bachelorette, we had more of a traditional style show. Um, we get into some dates. So I'm going to go out of order here a little bit. Since Jordan talked about the solo date, he had to watch three times in the burning of the dress. So the solo date this week went to Jason. Jason. Not Jason. Not Jason. 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 Former NFL player. Never really actually got playing time, but whatever. Um, Was he the one that definitely retired because of concussions as well? I think so. Yes. Um, What his bio says, and I hate myself for saying that. (laughs) Thank you, Jason. I'm glad you're you're on the cast page now. I promise it'll be worth it. What is the... um, it's a test they give NFL players. It's not like an actual, like the physical one, but more of the like. The Wonderlick? Yes. He apparently has one of the worst Wonderlick scores. <laughs> and that's before he got really dinged oh, up, I man. guess. Uh, Unless yeah. he got super. Where's the Tim Tebow's, eh? Wrong in college. So. so anyway, fun facts. So Jason got invited on this solo date that ended up being Claire pretending to be a therapist. So I was really pissed throughout the whole date. And <laughs> Let him know, Emily. That's right. Very uncomfortable. Um, there was a lot of forced vulnerability talk, um, oh, yeah. which I just have a major problem with. I think we're living <laughs> in a culture where everyone's about like vulnerability because of Brene Brown. But it's like, okay, but are you actually reading Brene Brown? Because there's limitations to your vulnerability and it doesn't mean we're on this date and i'm going to force you to talk about these like dark matters in your life and right. your shadows let's go deep i want to know the real and the raw about you yes people love people love saying that like that means yeah it. there's yeah. there's some hannah brown tendencies there oh sure it made me very uncomfortable because if i were in jason's shoes i would feel like how do i know you're not going to use what i'm sharing against me mm-hmm. just to say like oh you're admitting to me that you're a user and a player and manipulative and so now you know what i'm not going to give you this rose <laughs> i'm going to send you home how awful would have that been yeah. i mean that would have been wow. gangster gangster moves only out of our girl claire i don't think claire has the uh the mental the mental wherewithal to pull something like that off but yeah. yeah. See, I I viewed it as just a real like selfish one-sided thing of like For Claire sure. wanted to work through some stuff mm-hmm. and she needed 
a buddy to do that with, but she didn't want to do it with Dale because she didn't want to mess up that. So she right. just brought some some other slab of meat onto the beach and <laughs> and and got it done. It's hard to yeah. do therapy when your tongue is down the other person's throat too. So we didn't do a lot of kissing. Depends on the exactly. kind of story. That's why she brought Jason. Yeah, I just, it was very uncomfortable to watch. There was a lot of her trying to over-identify, which she does a lot with the guys. Like, oh, me too, me too. And it's like, no, this is not the same at all. Um, <laughs> we are not the same. She also tells Jason something about like, oh, you're the kind of guy I've always been attracted to, the kind of guy I think I can fix. I'm like, uh, oh, that's yeah. got to hurt to hear that. Like, geez. Yeah, like Jason seems kind of doofy, but he, I mean, he seems like a decent guy. Yeah. Who was very uncomfortable that whole day. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Poor fellow. Jason's not long for this world. <laughs> That's why he went on the first date. Yes. Also, I feel like it is important to note the Juan Pablo dress because this is going to play into some of the Brandon stuff that happens earlier. So Claire mm. makes a really big deal about if Jason had watched her season and he tells her, like, oh, I watched the end, like, when you told Juan Pablo off. But, like, Claire definitely brings up her season on The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise she, a like, lot. She, like, wants to know that people have been researching her. Like, mm -hmm. she very much values, like, that you guys are here for me. Like, she got, yeah, she got mad that not enough people were talking to her. Like, are, are you serious? You guys are here for me. I'm, you know, it was, it was odd because, like, I think a lot of people feel that way, but she's like seems willing to say it which makes it seem kind of icky yeah Anyhow. yep anyway on to some of the meteor dates where we'll have plenty to talk about hey so the first group date we have <laughs> riley jordan yosef ivan ben bennett zach c zach j and dale go on a love languages group date this was one of the worst things i've ever seen yes <laughs> We start with. It was, it was really similar. Sorry to interrupt, but it was really similar to how cringy like the oh. the talent show was, yeah. or yeah. or uh, what did they do for Peter's first date where they like wrote some sort of like spoken word type thing? Oh my god! Wasn't yeah. it supposed to be also letters about like their first sexual? Yes. Experience? Yes. These like oh, these performative like arts things make me so like I was looking away from the TV. I have my eyes shielded for a lot of it because I just it's like secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. I yeah. can't deal with it. Yes, they definitely have a format where usually the first ever group date is some kind of like performative, like share something personal, but pure stinkers, poetry, oh, real stinkers. Um, so we have words of affirmation. They create this like. Romeo Juliet looking <laughs> tower for you know Claire to climb into and <laughs> sit out the window and the guys are like below her. And they're supposed to give words, words of affirmation. affirmation. None of them do. Not a single word. Ben of is the only one who actually comes close to actually giving an actual word of affirmation. Mm -hmm. The rest were just statements of why I'm here. It was like That's polished, polished up statements of what you say when you got out the limo night one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's like, let me expound Elevator. on that a little bit. Right. Elevator speech. You're yes. really pretty. <laughs> I'm here for the right reasons. I yeah. want to. Oh, you. Jordan, if someone had actually said you are really pretty, that would have actually been a word, some, some, sort, some of sort of affirmation. affirmation. Right. Then they just yeah. gave the reasons that they were there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. devoted. I want to be here. I want to pursue you. Yeah. You don't I use know. I statements That's when you give words of affirmation. 
Ben's but it doesn't stop Claire from eating it up. She loves it. No. She loves. She eat. loves getting gassed up. Oh Whew. my god! No one has loved it more in in recent memory. Yeah. Maybe Luke um, P. But well, yeah. Dale goes last, and um, a pretty underwhelming performance. Which I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to Dale. We're gonna have a discussion about Dale. Okay. But he very much stumbles over his words. He Jason, check out Dale. A hard time of knowing what to say. Good looking guy. Granted, he is going last after everybody else, but. Yeah, poor performance. Well, maybe. Next, we go into gifts, and all the guys are running back to their like oh. room to pick out something to give to Claire with special meaning to we them. We got some great footage of Bennett just jogging, looking like waspy as all hell as he jogs around. More like trotting. Yeah, yeah. Hardly he was he was he was doing some dressage. Um, he who, does have a horse-looking face. Yeah, definite, definite horse guy. Who did you guys think gave the best gift? Oof. <laughs> I wasn't really... I didn't bad. like any of them, to be <laughs> honest. I've, I felt bad for the guy who gave... Was it Riley who gave the baseball? Yes. Oh, that I felt bad. bad. I was like, dude, right. you're going to regret that in 20 minutes. I promise. Yes. Also, Riley with a strong performance this week. Brother Man has not missed arm day in decades mm-hmm. decades Sick pythons huge pythons i got into a bit of a debate with our friend mike and you actually ben gave claire a t-shirt and told her like this is one of my favorite t-shirts you can keep it you can even sleep in it like a nightgown which oh, he didn't yeah. call it a nightgown but whatever i think that that's actually kind of cute it's like something like a boyfriend would give his girlfriend it's like oh sweet i can be thinking of you while i wear my t-shirt while you wear your t-shirt but both logan and mike kind of felt like it was a little too creepy it's a little too early on yes yes i understand the sentiment yeah yeah um we other gifts we had ivan gave her a chess piece uh he gave her the queen and he kept the king hey uh we had someone just give her a bunch of boxes within other boxes weird zach J. Did we ever find out what was in the last box, or was it just an opening experience? I think it was just an opening experience. Yeah. We had someone give her a book, and then Dale gave her puppy perfume. Mm. Oh, yeah. What what did it smell like? We don't know. Is it for applying to puppies, or is it supposed to smell like your puppies? It's supposed to be perfume for dogs. So just, like, loaded up on pheromones, probably. Probably. Definitely. Um, next we move into touch, which was very uncomfortable to watch. Oh, they yeah. Blindfolded <laughs> Claire and uh, whoever's turn it was, while the other men were on blindfolded. Oh, which was awful. Terrible. Yeah. It was clear that they were given a rule like, okay, you can touch her, but don't kiss her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there was just a lot of uncomfortable groping and like little noises, like, oh, yeah. Uh, and like, her- no. Uh, no- Unfortunately. <laughs> um, a lot of Claire insisting that she knew who it was oh, just by their smell. But I then smelled this. She before. would never actually say who it was. So it's like, well, how do you, we know mm. that you actually know who it is? Oh, it's yeah. Like, that's the perfect way to play the game is just like confidently say, you know who everybody is, but don't give us any opportunity to call you out on being wrong. Yes. Veteran move. 
But yeah, definite veteran move. This is her fourth. Her fourth. That's uh, like us looking at other games on the board that we didn't pick, being like, "Oh, I knew I should have taken Syracuse plus six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, looking at that, Liberty was going to give it to Syracuse. Yeah. Basically, what we learned from this exercise is Claire is super horny after quarantine. There has not been a more horny person since Pilot Pete. Yeah. Clearly, um, <laughs> clearly, one season ago. We skip over acts of service and go right into quality time, which is our <laughs> after party. Yeah. And here we have the uncomfortable scene that's been teased where nobody jumps at the opportunity to steal Claire away. And she gets mad. She pouts yeah. big time and says, doesn't anybody want to spend time with me? Not in that voice, but pretty darn close enough. I don't know. It was weird. It seemed like an unnecessary like road to go down for the show. Mm-hmm. They could have skipped over it and not made it seem like it, it happened, but whatever. It led to some verbal altercations. Points for Jordan. Uh, Yosef Double and Ryan. points. Yep. We have Yosef calling Claire crazy. You're crazy if you think that not every one of us is here to spend time with you. And then Riley getting I have mad a weird, at him I have a weird Alabama accent, and my name is Yosef, and I'm, it's very ambiguous as to what my heritage is. Also, Claire kind of has a weird southern twang for being from, like, Sacramento or wherever she is. She seems to be the kind of woman who chooses to use a southern accent when she thinks it might be cute. When it suits her, yeah. Yes. I would agree. The baby voice she frequently uses when talking to men, and it grosses me out. Cut it out. (laughs) Act like the 39-year-old woman you are. Um, She's 39? She is. She is. I don't stop age shaming, Jason. I'm not. I, I that's that's wonderful. I just feels like pushing forty is a little too late to be on a reality show in search of quote unquote love. Understood. I think they did that. I think they made that choice intentionally. Uh, you maybe don't listen to the podcast. I understand, but I think uh, <laughs> they they there's been a run of like pretty young folk mm-hmm. and i think sometimes it's a little hard to identify with so they were trying to balance it out plus they overcorrected reason, a little bit yeah they overcorrected for plus for some reason she's like a like a favorite i mean this is honestly literally her fourth iteration of one of these shows i mean she was on the bachelor she got left at the altar by Juan pablo or she left him at the altar depending on what was going on there uh and then she's been on paradise twice right well, she was on Paradise once and Winter Games once. Oh, Winter Games. Sorry. And she games. was engaged to Benoit, who is on Benoit? one of the most recent Paradise seasons. He's French. Asian guy? No, French guy. Oh, ben- Benoit. Benoit. Oh, interesting. Not ben engaged. space Wa. Okay. <laughs> it's a whole other thing. Yeah. I think they got engaged on Winter Games or after Winter Games. It looks Winter like games. Benoit. I think it was one mm-hmm. of those where he left because i think like she was doubting the relationship he's like well i only want to be with you so he left then she ended up leaving and then i think they like got together after the show kind of situation mm. we're engaged obviously that didn't last yeah, we're yeah, just to be clear nothing wrong with the the being 39 and dating thing that's totally oh, yeah, no, we hear you i'm giving you just, just give me a shit. this is the reality the reality show side of it it seems a bit you know yeah. Well, like and they're kind of like playing it up like she's like got all this like experience and knows what she wants. And it's like, I don't know if those oh. things necessarily go hand in hand. That means like, what yeah. you think it means. Right, exactly. All right, keep it moving. All right, on. date two, we have a strip dodgeball tournament <laughs> between the blue team and red team. Um, and, well, 
I mean, it explains itself. The blue team and red team. It was the most forced thing ever, too. Like, they were there. They were given, uh, jock like, straps. jock straps to wear uh, for this tournament with the, over their little shorty shorts. And then, like, Claire's like, wait, timeout. Like, Chris comes out and is like, oh, we're going to play dodgeball. And, like, all the dudes that are athletic are, like, just frothing. <laughs> They could not be more excited for this opportunity yeah, just, to just to drill like freaking uh, Garen with a softball. Uh, not a softball. That had been funny. But The, uh, the a, vinyl red ball that gives you a rash. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. The one that I saw Freddie Garcia take Kelsey Wong like 14 feet in the air with during a team game. Delightful. That was fantastic. Um, <laughs> but anyhow, that all said, uh, and then she's like, stop. I want to take this up a notch. It's going to be strip dodgeball and it was just the it was the lamest thing anyhow it's gonna be strip dodgeball i was waiting for an ad read on the back of it like i want this to be strip dodgeball brought to you by gillette for men (laughs) the red team rained absolute holy hell on the blue team it was a blitzkrieg it was and this was after the, the i mean to be fair if this is actually true in the first round i think the blue team was to down to their last guy, and that man picked off the last four or three or four dudes yeah. from the red team on his own. No, yeah. no, no. It was, op- it was opposite. It was the red team was you're down right, to the last right. guy. Sorry. Jay, Jordan's team. Jordan's Jay. Yeah. Took uh, out the too bad you don't get points for heroic dodgeball performance. Uh, you would have really scored there. But um, and uh, yeah, then it was just an, it was just. An and then Claire changed down. the the rules again. And once the game was over, she was like, "Well, now I want the losers to strip down like butt naked," which was super uncomfortable. And then she made them hug her on their way out, which yeah. was weird. And then they had to walk back to their villa, little villa. Only thing. one man stood up for himself and said, "This makes me uncomfortable." And she said, "You don't have to do it." But I just want to point out the double standard here. If there was ever Anything of this sort on The Bachelor. And if the- Peter had tried to pull that play. <laughs> yeah. If Peter was like, we are playing awful. mud wrestling. That's right. Strip mud wrestling tournament, ladies. It's a strip pillow fight tournament. Go ahead and get those <laughs> out. God. It's game time. So this is like class Bachelorette move. I think on the on Hannah Brown's season, they did like a runway show. And the guys at one point had to like come out in like little speedos or something. And then like, they also, didn't they also have to play like rugby in the kilts with uh-huh. no, with no, with, with their. With the yeeks out. Yeah. yeah. Yeeks out. So it's just like. Isn't that when Luke P slammed that other dude? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, what a, what a. <laughs> Classic moment. Listen, while you're here, you should look that up. Luke P whipping Luke S into the ground during rugby, rugby. on Hannah Brown season. Holy moly. It's like in the background of a scene and you just see like this poor man just get absolutely mauled by another dude. It's like, a, it's like a cross- I typed in, I typed a in Luke P space L and the <laughs> autocomplete was Luke P Luke S rugby. Yeah, uh, it's it's a crossfitter who just folds a political consultant in half. Yes, on the rugby field, breaks his. Sh- One moment. It's amazing. All right, that all said, uh, what do we got next? Um, so then the winners, the red team, get to have the after party with Claire. Blue team has to go home. Blake Moines loses his. In his ITM, he's still like clutching still his his. <laughs> like yeah. with the camera, I'm like, can someone give this man a towel at least? Like all of the losing team come like, back. You gotta to the be. Suite, you you have to be. And they're just like covering naked. themselves up with couch pillows. And Bennett is losing his mind. He's like, 
someone needs to come in and professionally sterilize this couch. <laughs> like it was so. Well, crazy. it was funny because when Blake Moynes was getting interviewed, <clears throat> I think that's the first angry <laughs> Canadian I've heard. Like, he was so livid, but he was still like, I, I'm really upset about how this turned out. <laughs> Don't even bother saying sorry to me. <laughs> he also kept, like, uncomfortably making, like, balls references. And I was yeah. just like, oh, man, okay, the moment's over. Balls. I have the balls to go and talk to Claire. He seems like the kind of guy that's really going to be heartbroken when he gets sent home. Because he really, really seems like he's here for Claire. He's he's breaking all the rules. He's broken all the rules to date. Well, and she's in, she's enabling him every time, too. Oh, which yeah. is big time leading him on energy. Big time Hannah and Luke P energy. Yes. <laughs> so he crashes. Well, much more likable than Luke P. He crashes the after party. I have put in the show notes that I think we should add crashing to one of our scoring categories in the future. I don't want to reward that kind of behavior. Not on my team. Well, I would agree. <laughs> All right. You um, should lose points for that. True. Oh. That's a good point. It'll still be a category, but we can we can talk point totals later. Next um, board meeting. So he shows up, and all the men end up confronting him, which Claire loves. Oh, she's this good woman ear. loves when men like are rebels and pursue her. So she both loves that Blake like broke the rules, so to speak, and crashed the party. Right. But she also loves that all these men are showing up mad. Like <laughs> she can hardly hide it. She's just like, oh, oh, oh. and then sends Blake away, and he tries to kiss her, and she's like, um. Really shouldn't be oh, she curved him big time. That was funny. I, 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 I was hurting for my man Great there. Moment. Hurting for him. He deserved um, it. And then that flows right into a very uncomfortable conversation to watch between Claire, Claire and Brandon. Brandon's giving her the classic speech of, when I found out you were the bachelorette, I was so excited to be here. I'm here for you. So she asks him, oh, like, what about me? Like, did you watch my season? And he was like, Oof. no. And it's just a plane crash from there. Oh, yeah. My it, my beautiful idiot, Brandon. What what did you do, sweet boy? Good looking guy. He just, like, proceeds to tell her, like, well, you're beautiful. She's like, well, what else you're super about, hot. <laughs> what else about me made you want to come? And he's just like. Oh. It was tough because he she definitely, like, had him on the ropes. And then she just buried him with, like. <laughs> Like tell me some things about me, yeah. and it, like, it, so it looks Other like guys watched my season and could yeah. pull moments. I don't think that she was necessarily wrong, but it I mean, he can't... set himself up. He before. set himself up. He's clearly an idiot. Like that. Yeah. That can't be true. And like I don't know. It. It just every time she does this, it seems a little like Meg. I right. Like I don't want to say selfish because like obviously the whole show is about her, but. Like, he, first of all, he shouldn't have said that because he did set himself up. He could have clearly, said, clearly. I am so excited to get to know you as the Bachelor." Walked right whatever. into the Black Widow's whip. He really did. And the, he made it worse, but at one point, he just kind of whispers under his breath, can we not talk about this right now? And it was <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, man. She loses like, yeah. her he and She's like, excuse me? We're not going to talk about what right now. And then she sends him home. You're not being here for the right reasons. I just don't want to continue to pursue this. So I think you should go home. And Can we does. call a, a quick timeout? Jason, did you find the footage? Oh, yeah. yeah. I rewound it several times. That was, that was very fun. I love that they, they left the mics on. So they like it just like you get the like, <laughs> as he crashes to the ground. And the that was wonderful. 
Uh, right up there with uh, that season of The Amazing Race where the lady drilled herself in the face with a watermelon. <laughs> that, that, has, that has resurfaced on the Twitters these days. And oh, it makes me laugh every time. Man, a classic. And yeah. after, when they slow it down and you can just hear the like, wah, 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 Oh, God. Her head like this. I I don't know how she survived. Oh, like, oh man, it's a full watermelon. Anyways, we're getting off topic. I mean, it was a sugar baby, but you know, still <laughs> fair Shut concept. Shut yeah. up. It's a, a cantaloupe-sized watermelon. It was, con- it was condensed. So, so gentlemen, we end with a cliffhanger of a rose ceremony. The rose ceremony will be finished next week. In summary, Blake gets a rose, and Claire proceeds to make out with Dale for the rest of the evening, which leads me. <laughs> to our discussion topic we'll end on. What are your thoughts about the Claire and Dale dynamic? Tiny ears, Dale. Really small ears. Something something to be wary of, I, I've noticed in the past. She really likes him. I, there's a little bit of Hannah B and um, Luke P vibes. It's like, we just have something special. Like Hannah would always like say that on her season, I remember. And like, mm-hmm. like he kind of got away with a lot and maybe... I don't really think Dale's necessarily at this point getting away with a lot, but like, I don't think Dale had like a particularly strong performance, but I think it gets glossed over just because she likes him a lot. Yeah. He, he doesn't need to do anything special to like remain. He just needs to stay out of his own way at this point and it's game over. But, uh, yeah, I think like I was really hoping that we would accelerate things more, in this episode and guys would would get smart to what's going on and maybe revolt in episode two so we can get clarendale out of here and get Tasha in here and give my team a better chance for long-term success once again but it it looks like we've got at least another episode of of claire holding things down yeah yeah i am very underwhelmed by dale I think Claire has convinced herself like she is taken by him mm-hmm. because that first night she's like, that's my husband. Like she's convinced herself of that. And so like you guys were saying, he really doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. But I think what it creates is kind of this like she's disillusioned. And then because of how Claire is, where it's a lot of forced vulnerability. I mean, she told him, I'm scared of you. I'm scared of you because I like you so much. Like, I like you so much. I want you to know, like, I really like you. You know, like, she's just... And what's he supposed to say to that? So I remember telling Logan, yeah, like, you I game. don't think Dale is actually, like, sincere in his feelings for Claire. If I were Dale, I'd be kind of like, whoa, like, this is a lot. But you're not going to say that on the back right. Like, what else is he going to say except, oh, yeah, I feel that way too, and I have strong feelings or just for you. Give her some this little cheeky crazy. side smile. Can I kiss yeah. you? But he's well, not really saying anything. Yeah, is- and I think I think a lot of Claire's feelings for him probably have to do with whatever illicit correspondence they had during quarantine, and she kind of built up this image of like what their relationship could be or what he could be, and so he steps out of the limo and he for whatever reason meets that then she's just like blown off her feet like oh my gosh he he checks all the boxes game over and yeah Yeah. which isn't a very i don't think mature way to approach it necessarily but uh yeah terrible show show, so terrible shirt on the cocktail party also yeah good good point 
Yeah, small ears, terrible shirt, lots to overcome, but he's fighting an uphill battle. But he's killing. He's he's, he's got a great voice, like the voice yeah. tone. Tremendous really silky facial construction too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But overall, aside from physical appearance, Dale kind of underwhelming, Claire kind of overwhelming. So <laughs> it's going to be an interesting. Uh, hopefully, only one more episode. She does a her. lot of like. Like leans uh, down and like like claps her hands nervously, which is I don't know, she like self huddles just yeah. her like all right team let's go let's get, get it together it. all right oh. hands in hands in FSU on three forty five forty four wide here we come <laughs> so our point standings this week in the lead Jordan two hundred and seventy five points <clears throat> don't call it a comeback look at him Logan. look at him Jordan. 270 points. Mm. Kochi, 260. Not a strong wow. performance this wow. week for my team. It's a tight Peloton right now. I think <laughs> my team stands a better chance of when Tasha gets in here. I think Ben, Dr. Joe, and Ivan are going to be some strong Dr. Front Joe. You really put a lot of faith in Dr. Joe. We have I not like got Dr. a lot of Joe. Dr. Joe content so well, far. He's on the top of block as far yet. as I'm concerned. Well, fair enough. Just saying. Let me have confidence in my boys. Listen, also, <laughs> I was going to say Easy continues to seem like probably a fun hang. Like, just uh, an absolutely electric character. Yes, yeah, yes. great character. Uh, has a good time. A lot of like just tremendous facial features. You know he goes back and just crushes drinks at the house, too. He's oh! become the narrator. Side the note, um, I want to give a special shout-out to my man, Garen. Who oh, yeah. was on the naked team and is out here doing it with the most regular degular body I've ever seen on this on this show. <laughs> like he's like he's a Medill grad. A little yes, he is. Uh you can tell he probably has a desk job. He yep. clearly does not hit he's arms. A professor. He yeah. He clearly does not hit arms three days a week like Riley. Um mm-hmm. and, and that's cool. He owns it. He was not right. afraid to get naked and kinda let his let his belly out a little bit, you know? Let it breathe. I'm telling you, it was refreshing. It was great. So, shouts to him. But yeah, I was excited for him. I saw him and I was like, you know what? Good for Garen out here doing it with a regular body. Hashtag positivity. Yeah. Anyhow. All right. Gentlemen, that concludes my time. So, may the roses ever be in your favor, boys. College football. Make a quick transition here. Let's get to some news items first. Jump in if you got anything. I think we mentioned this, but Florida, Missouri got moved to next week, Halloween. Um, I think that's. I think there's one game that is canceled this weekend. Uh, It was a game not of too much consequence, so I didn't. I didn't feel like writing it down. Uh, But I think that's the only other COVID moved game this week. Uh, LSU is playing this weekend, so. And uh, they might be playing a freshman quarterback this weekend as well. Yes, yeah. Uh, What's-his-name has a lower body injury, so good to know we're using hockey injury reports. Yeah, shout-out to college football coaches protecting their information at all costs. Um, But, yeah, no, I I saw that Florida is planning to resume football activities on Monday. Uh, They have ostensibly not done anything the last week and a half. Um, sorry about it. it. Sucks. That's how it goes. You gotta get everyone away. Um, hopefully, people can get safe, mm-hmm. and uh, we can uh, move on with football season in some sort of normalcy. But uh, I think this thing is here to stay. We'll see who it bites in the butt next. Um, hopefully, their coach doesn't run his mouth prior to the butt biting. But you know, 
Karma is a is a witch, as they say. Uh, all right, who else? Have you guys got anything else? Uh, I don't. Oh, I do want to point out. Uh, it was brought to my attention earlier this week by a friend of the podcast, Michael Atkinson. Um, that our our good buddy, Coach Sam Pittman of the Arkansas Razorbacks, he was uh the lead recruiter i believe for one landon turner out of harrisonburg huh. high school at the university of north carolina chapel hill yeah he was um, the, he was the o-line coach yeah yeah and so landon apparently has nothing but great things to say about mr coach Pittman. um so everyone yeah. has nothing but great things to say about him apparently he's a real like classic players coach guy uh, everyone kind of loves him. I know when he left Georgia, uh, Florida sort of swooped in and, and picked up, picked a couple last minute, um, commits, uh, away from Georgia after that happened. I think that was pretty impactful, um, recruiting wise. So yeah, I mean, shout out to him. Yeah. And, you know, I'm happy to see him doing well too. Cause I was very dubious of this. I was like, Oh boy, we'll see how this goes. For you sure. Know. But yeah. It's really cool to see kind of like the minimal degrees of separation, between him and us so of the football media that also means that likely sam Pittman has visited the friendly city yeah so that was larry fedora era north yep. carolina yeah okay the f dog and then he went to georgia he must have gone to georgia right after that he went to let's see i'll run you through here he's got um, a pretty substantial resume right long time he's coached a whole lot of places he's long time the bodies long time <laughs> offensive line coach um, yeah. revered for his offensive line skills. He's done it, did it at Missouri, Kansas, Northern Illinois before he went to UNC and then uh, was the associate head coach for one year at UNC and then left. It might have been Fedora getting fired. Um, no. I don't remember. Um, he was a Tennessee offensive line coach for one year. Then he was associate head coach and offensive line at Arkansas for three then O-line at Georgia for three, then associate head coach at Georgia for one, and now he's at Arkansas. Hmm. That's right. He went Arkansas, Georgia, Arkansas. Did he go to Arkansas, Jason? He went to Pittsburgh State University. Okay, just outside of uh, Fayetteville, uh, Arkansas. Fayette Chill. Possibly. I mean, it's in Kansas. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I, can you, you, can like, you guess the Pittsburgh State mascot? Uh, they're in Kansas. Yeah, Gold you're Eagles. never The miners. No. The farmers. They are the Pittsburgh State Gorillas. Oh! oh. <laughs> I'm here for still, unique mascot names. So kudos to Pittsburgh. In, State. Uh, are they still doing it? Are they still out here doing it, <laughs> sports wise? Yeah, they're I mean, they're a D two team. I did know that. Okay. okay. Um, and I think a, a pretty well regarded one. Huh. Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh State has won more games than any other program in Division II history. There you go. Hot uh, dog. More than Colgate? Go Gorillas. Colgate's Division One. Didn't know that. Yep. All right. Um, well, shout out to Michael Atkinson. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for the hot tips. Both, Anyone both else of our listeners give very good feedback. So. Yeah. Yeah. Go Hogs. Go Pig. Uh, okay. 
Let's get to some games. Um, we have a handful of decent games. We got to remember the B1G is rejoining us this weekend. Oh, boy. That makes everyone excited. We are kicking off on Friday night, Illinois at Wisconsin, 8 p.m., Big Ten Network. Can you feel the excitement? I kind of want to do I, – I feel like we should dedicate our entire episode to our 10 favorite lines from Spencer Hall's ranking of how Big Ten teams have annoyed me this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm saving that for later. Oh, my goodness. I haven't read it yet. <laughs> yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to read that. Also, side note, I might have sent it to you guys, but the uh, – that – roundup thing that he does with um the the one where he was writing about jeremy pruitt in the damn in the damn uh (laughs) in the the gator that he misswears the the checkerboard buff was tremendous so jason thank you you might have you might have been the one actually that sent that out but uh, i believe i did this has been your uh your weekly dose of jason praises spencer hall you're all welcome oh no that listen i'm here for that consistent don't, don't size but i'm here for that uh <laughs> all right illinois and wisconsin well i'm sure this will be just a humdinger of a matchup uh illinois beat wisconsin last year people forget that they probably do god knows wisconsin's gonna come out with some power some power i strong missing jonathan RIP. taylor jonathan taylor tailback r.i.p um but we'll see i i you gotta be think- clear he's not there a lot of the same, yeah, a lot of the same for Wisconsin, Illinois team on the rise. Who's to say? Lovey Smith still there with the white beard? I believe so. Interesting. I don't know if he still has the beard though. It's true. Coronavirus might have forced him to get rid of it. Hope not. He's not in the kitchen. Maybe he maybe he he grew it into a mask so he could like form it in front of his he face. He braided it into N95 material. <laughs> Weave some copper fit, uh, <laughs> copper infused fibers through there. Brent Favre sent him some material. <laughs> uh, all right, we got North Carolina State at North Carolina. This is actually a ranked on ranked matchup, believe it or not. I did not include this in the pickers because I know North Carolina State University's quarterback, uh, something Leary, I believe is his last name, is out for a few weeks with a broken arm or broken leg or something along those lines. So, um, this should be an interesting game. I mean, this is a, a game. North Carolina had a bit of a, a bit of a blip last week against Florida State. If they're as good as they allegedly can or should be, they need to beat a depleted North Carolina State team. I think it could be an interesting game. I just don't know what to think about NC State. They've been all over the place too. So yeah. um, back to without their quarterback. I don't know if that means we're back to the Bailey Hockman experience, but uh, can't bode I, well. I think we might be going back to really bad Wolfpack. But we also don't know what kind of UNC we're getting on the other side of a loss. Correct. Otherwise, I would be all over the Tar Heels, but because they're coming off of a weird game too, I'm going to stay away. I'm going to be smart and just not bet. Uh, North Carolina's Carolina's defense was just abysmal in that first half against Florida State. Mm -hmm. They got picked apart. They had guys wide open all over the place. Um, I understand that. Jordan Travis puts pressure on you running the football, but their corners looked like they just got bullied. So, I mean, I don't know if your defense gets, like, a lot better. I don't know that North Carolina State maybe has the athlete Florida State does on the Yeah, on they the do not present the same challenges, with, right. especially with Leary out. Yeah, so it uh, should be a good uh, bounce back for North Carolina, but I uh, figured it would be an interesting game. You know, if it's if you're flipping, flipping some channies and you want to, you know, drop it on that one for a little bit, works out. Uh, if the Zulu app is, is, you know, actually kicking for you there, Jordan. Um, 
Georgia Southern is at ranked Coastal Carolina, number 25 in the country, Coastal Carolina. Now. Let's hear it for the Chanticleers. 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 Um, yeah, I, I, just, I actually think this could be a fun game. Both these teams are actually like low-key fun. So, Yeah. Uh, do we know off the top of our heads what time this game is? Nooner. Oh, boy. This is going to be a full noon slot. There's a lot of noon games this week. Have mercy on me. It's because the B1G is back. B1G is back and seeking to reassert its dominance over lunchtime. Big noon Saturday for sure. Uh, Auburn is at Ole Miss. This game was intriguing to me because both of these teams – have had good moments and both of these teams have had awful moments and they they, they have two of the most volatile QBs in the world. <laughs> this game could have like set the over under like 7.5 interceptions and just bang the over cuz this this could get weird. Just kidding. I don't know that old Mrs. defense could actually force a turnover if you if you fumble the ball at them. But <laughs> that said, um could be a fun game. Auburn is just I don't think Auburn's like that good. I, so I think they're going to be in a lot of fun games this year because you know, Bo Nix, one of those quarterbacks, keeps both teams in the game. You love to you love to say that about a quarterback. Perpetually. I think you've, you've been saying that for a full two decades of my life now. I've been saying that ever since I heard a announcer say that about <laughs> since it, former Cincinnati shooting guard Jihad Mohammed. Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally his name, and said that he's the kind of he's the kind of shooting guard that keeps both teams in this game. This guy was a gunner, uh, just absolute a real Tyrese Rice type. Remember that guy, Jordan yeah. from Boston College? Yeah. Oh, the headband. Could really fill it up, but the tall socks <laughs> love to shoot. Was like five eight at oh, best. <laughs> that thing, <laughs> yeah. He kept that. He, he and Sean Singletary had some legendary battles. Oh, they did. Those were the glory days of horrific Virginia basketball too. And Sean Singletary was just just shooting every possession, <laughs> and Delato was just laying into everyone on the bench in the most. Except cool. for Sean. Yeah, yes. Sean didn't get yelled at. Okay, right. Um, all right. You guys have got any thoughts about Auburn Ole Miss? I just think it could be a fun game. It piqued my interest. There's a lot of these like I mean it, it feels like it it's got high, super weird potential. And that's yeah. I mean, that's what we're about here. So there's a fair number of like prove it SEC games this week that like aren't that exciting on paper, but if you look at it, it's like, okay, one of these teams like could make a statement by actually winning this game. You know, they they need to get back on track. So there are several games, especially in this category we're mowing through right now, where like I'll watch, but I'm probably not gonna brag about watching or just like <laughs> Hey guys, guess what I did? It'll be like, I'll, uh, yeah, I, I watched. <laughs> really hunkered down for like about forty-five good minutes of Bo Nix. Yeah, I spent, I spent thirteen dollars at Taco Bell. Why? Why are yeah. you just why are we talking about this? Yeah, I bought three trays at Cookout. Say something. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, again, another weird one. Alabama Logan feels awkward because he did spend thirteen dollars at Taco Bell last night. Alabama at Tennessee. Uh, oh, this this, one, this could get gory. This could get gory, but if the line is absolutely gigantic, I think there could be some Tennessee value here, boys. You guys what do we? What do you? Uh, it's okay, at just, it's at Tennessee. Oh, what is the line? I, just, I looked it up. Do you have it already, Jason? Yeah, I do. So I'll okay. let Logan do it. Ooh, I'm gonna say twenty-one and a half. Wow! Did he nail it? On the money on ESPN. I am the guy. I am. This should be what I should do. I should stop picking games and start picking lines. Yeah. Give yeah. me odd about picking the lines. The, the money lines are really funny. <laughs> yeah. Alabama, the Alabama money line is minus 2,000, and the Tennessee money line is plus 1,000. 
Oh, see, I've got Alabama minus fifteen hundred and Tennessee plus eight hundred. Yeah. So Listen, if you if you feel frisky about the Volunteers, I got better value on Alabama money line here, guys. Hmm. Well, oh, excuse me. Sorry, Bless little, you. little burp snuck out there. Um, anyhow, I, I wasn't sure how all that worked out, but I just figured this could be just a gargantuan line and like maybe a little backdoor cover ski on Tennessee uh, on in the second half. Maybe Garantano overcomes the four interceptions he throws in the first half and sits on the bench the whole second half, and they bring in the backup guy, and he throws for like random three touchdowns. There's a couple pity touchdowns. Causes a uh, QB controversy, and Nick Saban just going apoplectic on the sideline because his fourth stringers gave up like a, a, a bad touchdown. So this has all the makings of that game. Um, so just, you know, a, a Vegas zone type game for sure. Uh, and then last but not least, we have 8 p.m. at the hard. Mm. The Blues are coming to town for the second straight year. Uh, UVA at Miami, um, number 11, Miami. What is the line here, Jordan? 12 and a half. Hmm. That seems right. Yeah, it seems right-ish. I I still don't know anything more about who to expect to play quarterback, whether we get the big Husky boy in the two uh, run run forward options or if Brennan Armstrong is going to be our protocol. Um I, I'm not expecting a whole lot. Like the defense for UVA, especially the secondary, has a lot of work to do. Um, I am concerned about the dual threat that Dear King presents. Um, yeah, and the offense, just like when Brennan Armstrong is not in the game, they are pretty one-dimensional like we talked about uh, with any of the three other quarterbacks uh behind center so not not really feeling too great but <laughs> i i will tune in and i will watch for the duration like a good boy yeah this was a football game i actually went to in person last year not to brag um and it That's was right. it was a real abortion of a football game it was terrible the uh, uh the who's have not had well they they showed a lot better in december at the hard but... yes well, I mean, I don't think they even showed that bad. Just this entire game was played like between the 30s. There were multiple missed field goals. Um, Miami scored a touchdown like on the maybe the first drive of the game, and then proceeded to just not do anything. Virginia did even less. Bryce Hall broke his leg. It was just a bad yeah. all around situation. Real bad night. For, for, yeah, bad night for for UVA. And that was a Friday night too, wasn't it? It was, and it was like kind of raining. Yeah, uh, slick, real moist. Super super moist in South Florida, which how it goes but uh yeah anyhow i am I'm, I'm intrigued here i would be more intrigued in this game if it was a nooner of, well at least intrigued from the uva aspect of like you know miami getting into the getting into the dog days of the season um could they trip up this is this has the makings of like miami pit at noon or just mm-hmm. randomly like lose the game but i don't i think a, a night game is a little easier to get up for and virginia just seems like they're struggling this year and yeah. especially yeah. not having your, your preferred quarterback option like that. Um, you know, and what Virginia tries to do too, is like they try to throw, get the quarterback in rhythm uh, with some quick passing games. They mix in a little bit of running just to kind of keep you honest. And then they try to take like deep shots on the sideline. And I don't know that Miami is the team that Virginia needs to be taking like a lot of deep shots against uh, Miami tends to be pretty talented 
in the defensive backfield. Their defense in general is pretty disruptive. Um, whoever plays quarterback is going to have his hands full with Russo and Phillips on the yeah. edges of Miami. Um, so, yeah, that's that, that's my take. I think the line is appropriate. I would not be surprised if Miami covered. Yeah. Now, again, I think could UVA win? Absolutely. But yeah, not? I'm not – I'm not like looking forward to Saturday night as, oh, they've got a legit shot to shock the world. Uh, I, I feel like pretty reasonable year. about my outlook here. Last year, I was like legitimately excited to go watch Virginia play, and it was yeah. just a stinker of a game. Robert, and... Doctor Robert, and I just pooped all over the hard. <laughs> not, in, not in a good way. <laughs> As opposed to the good ways, that one can do that. Okay. Let's get to some picks, Jordan. I will hand over the reins. All right, let's do this thing, folks. Uh, we've got, on this lovely fall Saturday, two picks in the noon slot, one at 3.30, one at 7.30, and one at 9 p.m. So we're getting a little later into the night uh, as as the Big Ten joins the swale of things. When when do the clocks change over? I someone asked me this earlier and I didn't look it up. Do we do we know? Is it like November seventh or something? Oh, it's November first. It's uh, oh the day after Halloween. A week from Sunday. Oh, so next weekend. Okay. So you, get, you get double raged on Halloween on code. <sighs> well, that's an yeah, that's an extra hour of sleep, right? Fall. Yeah. yeah. Fall oh, back. An extra hour at the clubs, bro. <laughs> at club trin. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to feel them floor joists flex, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, starting at noon. Play the Ed Sheeran remix, dog. <laughs> <laughs> only hits, only bangers. All right, at noon in the ACC, we're going to go to the Slice for a classic Atlantic matchup between the Knolls and the Cards. Louisville favored by five points in this one. Jason gets to start. I don't think Louisville is a bad team. Um, I don't think they're a great team. The question is, do you think Florida State is is either of those things? I'm thoroughly I, – I you could talk me into Louisville much easier than you could talk me into Florida State for sure. Okay. Uh, that's fair. Uh, especially coming off last week. Um, feels like the right kind of game for Florida State to crash back to earth a little bit. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. So um, – yeah, I mean, so Louisville's one and four, but their schedule has not been easy. Fair. Um, they had Miami at home. They had to go to Pitt. They had a stinker at Georgia Tech, but then they had to go to Notre Dame and only lost by five and ugly to game up with the best of them. So I don't think they're bad. I think they just, I think they're okay and are one and four against a pretty decent schedule. Um, so I, yeah, I think they can win this game by a touchdown. So I'm going to go cards. Shouts out to, uh, uh, wheel route legal correspondent and defense attorney, attorney Colton Douglas. Attorney for eternity. Yes. That's yeah. right. Um, do I? I'm lazy and didn't do my homework. Do we have a Jordan Travis injury update here? Uh, no, no, no idea. Sick. <laughs> uh, noon. You know what? Give me the Knowles. I don't. I don't like picking either side of this, but I'll. I, I threw this game on here because it was it was an intriguing matchup to me because I feel like 
Oh, it's definitely more intriguing of a game to pick than UNC, yeah. NC State. State, NC State. Sure. Yeah, because I think Florida State has a lot of positives to take from, albeit nearly collapsing last week, like actually holding on to one and winning, yeah. winning by the skin of their butts. Like actually did a lot of good things. Doing a lot of good things on offense. Um, Louisville's fast, and that could give uh, Florida State defense, offensive line some problems, but they sort of make up for that with uh, Travis sort of scooting around back there, making things happen. I don't, I don't really think that Travis should be a long-term answer at quarterback. Uh, he's going to need to get a lot better, like just being able to do more than throw to completely wide open guys that are like flat. And, and, and I say that not to talk crap about Florida state, which I, you know, I love to do main pass. Right, but it's not a sustainable but, way to do. Yeah, I just think he's like, he is a much rawer version of like maybe dear King or something like that. And like, we even see some of uh, some of dear King's shortcomings when it, when it, when you're forced to play a game where you kind of have to improvise and then make stuff happen down the field. Like, I just don't think Travis is quite there. Certainly he's not there right now. And um, uh, so all that is to say, I kind of want to take Florida state <laughs> uh, which means I should, I'm going to take Louisville. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're interested, Bill C has this as Louisville is a 6.3 point favorite. All right. I see you, Bill C doubting me. Noted. <laughs> I, I mean, I think, listen, and I took that personally. I think <laughs> Florida state is nominally on the right track here, but like, I, I think there's maybe a little bit to what Jason said. This seems like you got to go on the road now. Maybe a little emotional weekend last weekend, getting all excited. Um, but the other the other side of that is that team's buying in and they're believing and they got a win under their belt that they definitely wouldn't have won. A game they definitely wouldn't have won last year. Um, a a right. game they could probably say they definitely wouldn't have won a week before they actually did win it. You know, so a little a little positivity uh, uh, could could boost them. But uh, Louisville's also probably due for a win. I think they're better than their record suggests too, Jason. But what are you going to do? Their quarterback's been a little dinged up, too, I believe. It rings a bell. All right. Uh, staying in the 12 p.m. slot, we're going to go to the Big 12. We've got the Sooners traveling to take on the Horned Frogs. Uh, the Sooners are favored by a clean touchdown in this one. And I'm going to take TCU. I, uh, I like picking Oklahoma when it's less then a tutty but tcu gary patterson defense uh i don't know that spencer rattler is quite prepared for that necessarily like we've seen we've seen some warts and like he's improved this season for sure um but i'm i'm still not super impressed with what i've seen from oklahoma's defense that continues to be a program-wide issue. Not that TCU has a stellar offense that you'll write home to anybody about, but because they're going against Oklahoma's defense, I think they'll have some some opportunities. So give me the Horned Frogs. I like that. Um, yeah, I'll agree with you there. I will also take the Horned Frogs. Um I just think Oklahoma is flying a little too close to the sun in all of these games. I mean, any any game where you have to bench your starting quarterback for a significant portion of the game just to kind of like get everything together um, is not not great. And I 
have been impressed with TCU, uh, especially on defense. I think they'll prevent some. They'll pro, uh, provide some confusion for Rattler there. And uh, yeah, I, I think they'll, this game will be close. So give me TCU. Yeah, uh, this is a terrible idea, but I'll make a consensus. Yeah. yeah. Um, both of these teams were off last week. Mm. And I, I kind of like – Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, I kind of like a Gary Patterson defense getting creative against Oklahoma. Um, I don't think Oklahoma's run up against a good defense yet. Um, I would agree. So, Are you kidding me, DBU? Iowa State, maybe. Maybe Iowa State. But even I don't think Iowa State's on the same level as TCU, nor Agreed. I think are they cre- as creative as TCU. So that's, that's probably the closest thing to a good. Deal. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, pattern match coverage, baby. It's all about the pattern match. No one teaches it better than Gary Patterson. Preach on it. Well, name preach him Gary. They, they call him Gary Pattern Match. You know. Speak the word. Put it on his team. Speak team. the word. Um, yeah, I think uh, TCU's offense is not great. They're not terrible. They get 430 yards a game. Um, but I think I think it'll be – I think Oklahoma's going to need some halftime adjustments, and I am as yet unconvinced that they will get them. Fair enough. Mm. All right. Moving into the 330 slot, we stay in the Big 12 for the aforementioned Cyclones of Iowa State. Going to take on the Waterfall Mullet and – the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, OK State, this is a ranked-on-ranked game. OK yeah. State favored by three and a half, and Logan gets to start. We've all just forgotten that Iowa State just got whitewashed the first game of the season by, was it Arkansas State? It's true. Um, they, I, I mean, they're. I think Arkansas State's a fine team, too, so I don't think it really matters. Uh, has Oklahoma State played recently? Oh, uh, no, they are, have, have had two weeks off. Oh. They last played Kansas. Gross. Mm. Oklahoma State's three games this year are Kansas, West Virginia, and Tulsa. Rest versus rust. And Kansas was the only one on the road. So uh, I think – I mean, they're ranked number six in the country right now. <laughs> uh, They've defaulted their way into number yeah, six. Yeah, because there's nobody else to put yeah. there. So. <laughs> Terrible spot where it's just going to be a revolving door of who gets to get ranked fourth right. or sixth. Um, hmm. You said, what was the line, Jordan? Oklahoma State by what? Three and a half. Oh, gross. That is tight. Toy. Toy, like a toy guy. I will go Oklahoma State at home, cover the three and a half. Uh, purely for those reasons that they're home and it's a, it's a low spread. Iowa State's good. Um, their quarterback is fine. I don't know that he's NFL first-round draft pick. I think we'll probably talk ourselves into that by April. But, sure. um, yeah, I, I think Oklahoma State brings a little bit more to the table. Uh, they'll be more excited to play, having not played for a couple weeks, so or at least a week. Um, so give me Oklahoma State. And Chuba! Oh, it's me. It is. Um, that's on me. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, I'll wear that one, guys. I'll take the blame for that one. Um, we, know, we know it's your bet. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the Cyclones here. Um, I think they're 
they're like a pretty decent team. Um, they, yeah, they looked like crap against Louisiana, but I think Louisiana is a pretty decent team. Um, but then they went to TCU and won, and then they beat Oklahoma, which is not Louisiana. Kansas State got whitewashed by Arkansas State. That's my bad. That's on me. That's yeah, true. you're right. Yeah, it was the I mean, same. They got, they got, at the same time. It was the same idea. It was. They got smacked around, but I think Louisiana is at least an excusable loss, if not a good one. Um, at the time, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, it's taking a little shine off, but uh, <laughs> these things change. With yeah, the shut up, Jordan. Jesus. Um, <laughs> week one. Week zero. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think Iowa State's like a half decent team. And I think Oklahoma State, um, I think they might storm back in the second half, but I think Iowa State can hold them off. Um, and so give me the Cyclones. Wow. Wow. I'm going to take OK State. Um, I, I think I've been burned once already this year, taking a team coming off of an extended – uh, break, shall we say? <laughs> break. <laughs> uh, so I'm ready to be hurt again, but I, I guess give me the mullet with multiple weeks to cook up some some stuff. Um, I'm sure I'll watch some of this, but it won't be enjoyable. So, uh, yeah, uh, let's move on from this. This wasn't fun. this is the the prime game where you kind of are like all right oklahoma state make a statement you know the big 12 is there for the taking Oklahoma's not good this year texas blows as per usual tcu is not great this could be your chance and like a number six ranking fall into your lap do something with it you got a home game this is important i can see them falling on their face that's not a reason not to pick them but that is something that i feel like happens to Oklahoma State. They, Prime cowboy territory. They're worse than, ain't going to be happy. Yeah, they're worse than Oklahoma. Oklahoma loses the one bad game a year, typically. Oklahoma State loses like two. And that's the difference in the two teams. It's Look true. I do feel I'll take this opportunity. to. I feel like we often forget that T. Boone Pickens had one of the earliest Twitter dunks. Oh, yeah, on Drake. On Drake way back when. When Drake <laughs> tweeted, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Drake tweeted, the first million is the hardest. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Boone Pickens quote tweeted it or retweeted or whatever and said the first billion is even harder. Yeah. There's really no coming back from that. Shout out to T Boone. Yeah. Goats doing goat things. All right. Probably not somebody that we would get along with at all, but yeah. <laughs> respect for us. Was he on the famed Joe Jamail uh, phone call? The deposition? That rings up. <laughs> I'll beat your Bat boy. Bat boy. <laughs> Bat boy. <laughs> Yeah, the way the way the tone crescendos with fat boy, it's, it's just the the most perfect Texas deposition, Oklahoma deposition, whatever. Yeah. To so our just, listeners, if you haven't if you haven't Googled it, I'm guessing you can just Google Joe Joe Jamail. Yeah, once a year, I think we play the sound on the podcast, so it's like a, it's a, it's a wonderful time. But it's uh, uh, if you just Google Joe Jamail deposition, the first hit is Texas style deposition, and that's the one you're going to want to listen to. You, you <laughs> talk about the wild wild west of oil country. Yeah, at more in the lawyers' offices. That's that's the essence of it. Yeah, lawyers. We've been told. Lawyers. All right, fourth game of the day. Jason gets to go first again. We've got the battle for the little brown jug, is it? Ah, um, the LPGA. 
someone can fact research can fact check us on that. Uh, we've got Michigan at Minnesota, the Harbaugh maniac against the Flexter. The Wolverines are favored on the road by three puntos. Yeah, I mean, I can't emphasize enough how little research I've done uh, on this yeah, game because our, our Big Ten preview sort of fell flat. <laughs> yeah, it's not there. Uh, yeah, it's one. Our net, our, our dog our, ate it. Our default state of research is very low, and <laughs> that only plummets when it comes to. I'm I'm not researching Michigan. I'm, I'm just not doing it. You can't make me. I will never. I'm not going to do it. I think Jason, FYI, I believe this is going to be the first time that a quarterback at Jim Harbaugh has been the coach in Michigan for, what, six years now? This it feels like 30. This is the first time that a quarterback he recruited is actually going to be starting. Oh. Quarterback whisperer Jim Harbaugh. I was going to say, the whole reason he has like Lincoln Riley. hey No, I'm just kidding. I, I like Lincoln way more than Jim Harbaugh. That's true. Inherently more likable. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've done zero research, which is why I can guarantee you that Minnesota is going to win here. Love oh, it. the straight out money line call. Love Absolutely. to see the confidence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't trust Jim Harbaugh in the first game on the road. I'm not about it. I I'm also gonna go Minnesota here. Oh guys. I want to <laughs> point out that I'm confident that neither of these coaches really followed any rules or guidelines. I, I just I just have a gut feeling that they were practicing as per usual and that uh, the, the time off was, was spent football focused. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I feel better about PJ Fleck with the whole off season than I do about Jim Harbaugh with the whole off season. That's okay. crazy that we've arrived at the point where we're legitimately saying that, but yeah. It- not untrue. Yeah, so uh, Joe Milton is the quarterback in question. I believe he's uh, supposed to get the start for Michigan. Um, if you're interested, boys, uh, SBN Bill C has Minnesota as a 2.8 point favorite, but the money line is what? Michigan minus three and a half? The spread is Michigan spread. minus three. Spread. spread is Michigan minus three. So, oof. Um,. Minnesota has a really good wide receiver also that people are saying is like better is going to be like the first wide receiver taken in the draft that includes the Bama guys, which is wild. Well, that's nice. I hope he has someone to throw it to him. He does the bold quarterback. Oh, oh. the guy who looks like PJ Fleck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't they have a bald, a bald PJ Fleck lookalike? Play? Yeah. He's like a PJ Fleck, Kevin Tysinger hybrid. <laughs> God. That's tough. <laughs> Big, big, uh, big um, Western Rockingham County energy there. For, yeah, big uh, bald that. with the beard, trimmed <laughs> off at the jawline. <laughs> uh, it's God. a very specific look. I'm gonna take Michigan here just to not consensus it. This is a terrible reason uh, to take Michigan, but logic. I feel like a lot of people are are. Research. I do think that there's a, a bit of. Uh, well, Michigan is favored, which is wild, but. Michigan's got to be a more talented team than Minnesota, regardless of who the coach is. Like, just because the coach yells and screams doesn't mean that um, like they're more talented than Michigan. I think Michigan's defense is going to be really good. Um, how did this game go last year? Did we look at that? Of course not. Didn't no. do that. So uh, give me Michigan, and I'm so excited for this game to push. 
Yeah, we haven't had a push in several yeah, this weeks. Does, this does feel like a 10-7 Michigan win. Oof. God, how 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 abysmal of a watching experience in prime time, baby, on the big four networks. Rather watch that or the Louisville Notre Dame 12 7 game last week because man, that had to be bad too. Hard pass. Good news though, Rutgers plays Michigan State this week at noon. In case you really want to just sink into some some pain, in case you want to feel really dirty about watching something. Um, okay, 9 p.m. time slot. I don't I don't know if I'll stay up for this whole thing. I've kind of settled into the the old man groove of okay, getting sorry. to bed at a decent hour on Saturday yeah, nights. We're up there in age. We can't be about all these midnight and, quarters. And I still really like that that feeling you get when you crawl into bed at like 11 15 you're like whoo i'm i'm accomplishing something here <laughs> um we've got cincy going to smu the the mustangs is that smu yes the pony express the 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 plural pony expresses uh, uh favored, favored by... it's ponies express oh sorry RBIs, ours BI. Uh, all right, SMU favored by two and a half. I'm going to go ahead and take Cincy. Um, I again got to go with coaching on this one. Um, old old coach Fickle, he's destined. He's still he's still coaching for a big big Showtime job. I think this is another great opportunity to make a few more $100,000 a year on whatever contract he signs next. So give me Cincy. Yeah, I think I'm next, and I will also go Cincinnati here. I think they're really good. Uh, I think they're, yeah. they're a good team. I believe they're – I mean, from what I've seen, they're, they're a little more fun on offense than I think you would think they would be, given that they're like a Luke Fickle defense <laughs> first team. Um, but I, um, yeah, I, I'm into that. SMU is a lot of fun. Their offense is great, and they can go up and down the field. They've been flying a little close to the sun themselves the past few games. Um, I recall a Memphis game that was a little got a little out of pocket there. So let's uh, go ahead and go with Cincinnati uh, on the road. Big statement game here. It's going to be Cincinnati and BYU. Are gonna be that's gonna be the what we're gonna be talking about. That's three and four in the playoff, probably. Oh, man, can you imagine <laughs> BYU and Alabama Cincinnati just just waters that occur <laughs> the week before the national championship? Oh, people will be so mad. Yeah. Well, the best part is Nick Saban's press conference would not be one iota different than if he oh. was like playing LSU. Right, he's like yeah. Zach Wilson. I mean, he he's basically a shooter oh, right. for the NFL Hall of Fame, yeah. and uh, they got guys over there that we really got to respect. And uh, Coca Cola. I'd like to point out that the actual best part would be seven and zero Ohio State on the outside looking in. <laughs> because this is also true. That would, that would be just wonderful. Um, uh, you guys uh, will enjoy the Ohio State section of Spencer Hall's diatribe. Can't wait. Twas oh, delightful. Excited. Um, I am going to take the Mustangs Stang Jason. and, uh, honestly, I, I think both of these teams are pretty good. 
I think Cincy. I don't. I don't love Cincy as much as you guys do. Um, but well, I do, I do. also given a chance to pick directional, denominational Texas team, you kind of got to go. Yeah, for it. I, I mean, as if I as if I had a choice. Um, but also, uh, Cincinnati hasn't played in three weeks. Again, plenty um, of film time. I mean, yeah, sure, technically. For Luke uh, Fickle, Luke, you're freaking yeah. Fickle. Luke Jason. Fickle. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think since he comes out there, they had to travel. They're on the road. Um, I think they come out sluggish, and SMU holds them off to win. Give me the Stangs. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Well, that concludes another round of picks where we are all surely somehow go three and two. <laughs> yeah, there's the, the permutations are great, but don't worry, Colin will go one and four. Keep us keep us afloat. So shout out. Thanks for being honest, Colin. Yes. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. I get a text every uh, like Friday evening as he's live tweeting me the podcast. <laughs> we heart your integrity. moments. I should, uh, you guys should get in on this, but uh, all right, that's all we got. So yeah, welcome back B1G. Um, super happy to have you, of course. And uh, except for Michigan state and Rutgers and Illinois and Northwestern and Maryland, Nebraska and, 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 uh, and uh, some <laughs> others. Just kidding. Welcome back Ohio state and maybe Michigan so that we can just watch the clown car drive around. And start <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, college football. It's the best. Love it. Thanks for joining us. This is the wheel route. Uh, we love you guys. Find us on the internet at thewheelroute.com where you can stream the show. It's a website. You can also see the picks tracker so you can keep us honest. We have an email address. It's wheelroutepodcast.gmail.com. Otherwise grab us from your favorite podcast acquisition service. Go Gators next week. Go who's this week. Go Dukes all the time. 